This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Rick Siegmund. Rick Siegmund. He is stuck brick and mortar business. That is his focus. So congratulations, Rick. If you guys want to win 100 bucks every Monday on the show, in order to enter, simply subscribe to the show on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444. Coming up tomorrow morning, you guys hear from Siobhan Moran. She focuses on energy and did 1.2 million last year. Okay, Top Tribe, good morning to all of you guys. I'm smiling today because our guest today is the uh, host of a podcast interviewing profitable traders. I know a lot of you guys has, guys have thought about getting into trading. You're really going to enjoy this episode with Aaron Fifield. Aaron, are you ready to take us to the top? Sure, man. Let's do it. Let's do this. So first things first, how old are you? I think you're pretty young, right? I've just turned 25 years old. Yeah. So very cool. So you said, screw college. I'm just going to do podcasting. <laughs> well, not quite. I wish I had started <laughs> it when I got out of college, but um, I left school when I was 15. Um, so that was sort of uh, year 11. I'm not sure what that translates to in the US there, but um, yeah, I was 15, left to go um, start working. Uh, so it was two years prior to actually graduating from from school, I guess. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, joined the workforce, and um, yeah, been hustling ever since. So tell us about like the first dollar you made. What was that like? Or actually, no, let's do first a thousand bucks you made. First thousand bucks I made. Well, I mean, I went into actually the workforce, so I had a job. Um, first thousand bucks I made outside of that, though. Uh, would have been when I started my graphic and web design company. So yeah, I've had a few little business adventures um, between, you know, leaving school at fifteen and um, where I am right now at twenty five. But yeah, that's where my first thousand dollars came from. And 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 help us understand now. You're working on chat with traders. What is the main? Is that is that your main focus? So I have two focuses, I guess you could say. Um, chat with traders is definitely one of my main focuses. Uh, so growing the podcast and just um, really leveling up that platform. Uh, the other focus is very much in line with that, and that's my personal trading. So, okay, so a few things first. Um, I think when you talk about trading, you mean like episode back in episode 152 of the top, I had a guy named Nick Sonnenberg on, and he worked on Wall Street, Aaron. He traded over a trillion dollars in black pools. I imagine you probably have a lot of people on. They're talking about black pools. They're talking about flash boys. They're talking about trading and commodities. Is that accurate? Absolutely. Yeah, we cover a lot of those topics and more on the podcast for sure. Okay, and so so let's bring. Did, did the podcast come first, and you use it as a way to learn how to trade, or were you trading and then said I should also launch a podcast? Yeah. So first of all, came my trading. I've been interested in trading for a few years now. Uh, anyone who's attempted to trade or is in the field of trading knows that it is extremely difficult, just like entrepreneurship and business and that type of thing. You know, most people will struggle for at least three, four, five years before they really see um, any type of consistency or success. You know, that's 
bit of a generalization, but, you know, it's not far from the truth. Um, so here I was, I was trying to trade. Um, was pretty frustrated with my lack of progress, to be quite honest. Um, and I kind of had maybe, I guess you could call it an epiphany one day. And I was like, I'm here trying to learn how to trade. I want to be a successful trader, yet I don't know any other traders. So I always use the analogy um, that, you know, let's say you wanted to be a mechanic. You would hang around with people who talk about cars, who love cars, who work on cars and are probably mechanics themselves. Here I was trying to be a trader, yet I didn't know a single trader, let alone a trader who had more knowledge and insight and could pass down some lessons. So Aaron, before, me me before you realized that, how much had you personally put into trading before you kind of had the epiphany and launched the show? Uh, nothing major. Like I don't have any like major failure story within trading yet touch wood well, no no but i just um, want to understand so, volume before you did that yeah, like so are we talking 10 grand or 100 grand or a million or what i put five thousand dollars into a trading account and okay. um have been i guess you could say actively trading that five thousand dollars and so i mean is this I, I you know you see movies about this and they're probably not accurate i mean is it true you you wake up you log on you refresh your bloomberg terminal you either celebrate because it went up or you get pissed off for the rest of the day because it went down i mean what's your what's it like <laughs> well, I guess the movies definitely um, make a lot, make it look a lot more glamorous than it really yeah. is. Um, so, if you speak to a professional trader, most of them will tell you that um, successful trading and profitable. Approach. I have never really got into day trading myself too much. I take more of a swing trading approach where I might. Uh, buy a position, I may hold it for a few days to maybe even a couple of weeks. Um, so that doesn't take, once you're into a position, it doesn't take a lot of um, actual managing of that position. Um, but people, you know, those who are day trading, um, yes, they've, they do wake up every day and, you know, at their monitors from market open to market close and then probably a little bit before and after as well. So is it today, you know, January 2016, is that your main income stream is, is trading or, or how else are you generating revenue for yourself? So trading is not my main uh, revenue stream, uh, only because I'm not yet successful enough at trading, um, although, you know, it's something I'm definitely working towards. Um, my other stream of revenue is uh, the podcast. But even at the moment, it's not really generating that much income uh, because I haven't really monetized that platform yet. It's my main focus over the past year since launching it has just been to grow an audience essentially. Okay. Um, so you launched it a year? Did you launch it a year ago? You said almost one year ago to this day. It was uh, January 15, 2015. Okay. And you post what one per week or one every three days or what? One episode every week. Okay, every week. Okay, so so up to almost you know fifty two episodes or a little bit more at this point. And what have you been able to grow your audience to in terms of episodes per uh, or downloads per month? Okay, so last month I think we reached about it was just over ninety thousand downloads mm -hmm. uh, as a cumulative total uh, since day one. We've just reached over six hundred and twenty thousand downloads. Very cool. And so, how are you thinking about? Uh, well, first off, how did you how did you build the base? Was there anything unique you did on the show that you think grew the audience? 
Yeah, I think there's a couple things. Um, so I'll try and run through those quickly. So uh, getting big names on the podcast makes it very appealing to listeners. Um, while they're usually a lot harder to reach and actually convince that they should come on the podcast, it does take a lot of perseverance, but it's generally worth it. Um, I also would suggest focusing on one or two social platforms where your ideal listeners are most active. For me, that's been uh, Twitter. A lot of traders are really active on Twitter. Uh, so that's kind of like my go-to platform. Also, being consistent is very important. So picking a schedule or a frequency and sticking to it. So for me, that's putting out one episode every week and without fail, I release one episode every week. Um, also, I think another great point um, for anyone who might be starting a podcast or running a podcast is to ask listeners to take one action within your podcast episode or within the email that you send out. So that might be, um, you know, asking them to subscribe, might ask them to tweet, download an ebook, leave how, a review. How do, you, how do you do that live on your show, Aaron? What, what's the call to action that works best on your show to get people from a listener on iTunes to opting into your email list? Uh, so if you wanted to actually get them on your email list, I would point them towards downloading an ebook. And that's something I would either mention in the intro at the beginning of the episode before we actually get into the interview. Well, here, steal, um, steal some of my subscribers. Get, give them the pitch real quick. What does it actually sound like? Act, act like it's your show. Oh, putting me on the spot. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what would you what say? Would I say? I'd, I'd probably just say, um, you know, if you guys... Oh, man, um, I'm trying to think. You might have to chop this part out. No, it's okay. Um, uh Oh man, I don't know. I well, don't do, you, know. do you take them? I'm do you, do you say it's early morning? Do you say, yeah, it's guys. It's six a.m. where Aaron is. So, Aaron, do you tell them to go to like? Do you say go to chatwithtraders.com forward slash ebook, or do you say text you know chat with to three three four four four? I mean, like, what's the mechanism or the tool? I'd say, I'd say go to chatwithtraders.com forward slash seventeen lessons uh -huh. and download the free ebook. Um, and that free ebook inside you'll learn seventeen proven lessons. Um. Uh, you'll learn 17 lessons from 17 proven traders sharing their single greatest trading lesson. There you go. Man, that was like vanilla, baby. Okay, so <laughs> how, how big? How many people are on the list now after a year? Uh, so right now we have 5,800 subscribers or just over. Um, and that's actually going to be a big focus of mine going forward in 2016 is to really try and ramp those numbers up. Mm -hmm. So Aaron, here's what I love about you. You don't give a damn about revenue. You focused on growing. You focused on learning. And I love that. It, um, how are you living though? I mean, how are you generating revenue just to cover your basic expenses so that you can afford to grow your audience? So I do a little bit. And when I say a little bit, I really do mean that uh, graphic and web design. Uh -huh. um, I, may, I mostly turn away most of the work I get now or most of the inquiries I get through that now. Um, the main person I actually do uh, work for is uh, Nathan Chan of Founder Magazine, who I know you've had on the podcast in the past. So mm -hmm. he's pretty much the only one I do um, a little bit of design work for now and then. So I get a little bit of revenue from that. Uh, how much per month, if you don't mind me asking? It really varies. Uh, maybe some months might be two grand I and mean, then we might not do any work for like a month. It's really sort of on um, and off chunky. Yeah. Um, I've got an investment property, which generates a little bit of uh, revenue for me. And what's a little bit of a grand per month, maybe about 500 bucks per month. Okay. Um, and then 
I make a little bit of money from the podcast. Um, we've got a premium ebook up there as well, besides the free one. And we also have- uh, So what is that option. a grant? Would you say that it's a grand a month or? Uh, I'd say maybe a couple of hundred bucks. Couple hundred, I, mean, okay. I don't really push it too much, to be quite honest. It's mm-hmm. just kind of there if people discover it and think, you know, they might want to read it, then they go for it. But otherwise it's just there. Well, you're going to be hugely successful because you've, you've, in, you've resisted the urge to sell and you've built an incredibly valuable audience. I can only imagine when you decide to turn on the revenue spigot, it's going to do really well. Mm, I'd like to think so. <laughs> we'll see. I'll have you back on in, in a year and we'll see what happens. Sounds good. Nice, Sounds good. nice. Well, Aaron, this has been valuable so far. Before we get into my favorite part of the show, man, where can people connect with you personally online? So I'm very active on Twitter at Chat with Traders. Uh, and the website is chatwithtraders.com. And like we mentioned before, if you are interested in learning more about trading, definitely check out the free ebook at chatwithtraders.com forward slash 17 lesson. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win a hundred bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter. 703-431-2709. There you guys have it. Chat with Traders. Dot com. Okay, Aaron, we're about to get into my favorite part of the show. You know what's up? Uh, no, hit me. Come on, Eric. It's Nathan. Don't do this. It's 6 a.m. Just let's get this fucking done with, right? Okay, <laughs> number number one, Aaron. It's time for the famous five. Number one, what is your favorite business book? Well, I have to say, in my earlier days, Rich Dad, Poor Dad was a real game changer for me. Uh, definitely changed my mindset on making money. And besides that, I'd say one of my all-time favorites is probably The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. Robert Greene, that's a good one. And again, guys, we'll link to all of this in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top 179. Again, forward slash the top 179. Aaron, number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? Yes, I thought you might ask this. Um, I don't really have a CEO that I'm really following. I'd as an alternative, I'd, I'd probably suggest uh, growthhackers.com as a website I frequently visit um, to get good insight on how to actually grow your business, grow your audience. And it's often not your typical advice. It's very data-driven, which I like. Very good. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have like Evernote? Definitely. So Trello is something I've started using recently and absolutely love it. Um, it's been really helpful. I'm starting to bring on um, a few guys to help out grow the podcast. And so it's really helped to be able to document SOPs, your standard operating procedures. And also Slack is really great. Uh, very easy for communication, like, you know, amongst your team. Even though the team is very small right now, it's, a, it's an awesome tool. And what are you hiring growth hackers to do for the podcast out of curiosity? Well, I wouldn't say they're growth hackers. Um, the mainly guys who are just uh, sort of doing everyday tasks that I would typically be doing myself. So um, to start off with, you know, things like researching guests, uh, forming some questions for guests. Um, I haven't totally handed that over yet, but that's sort of something we're working towards. Um, you know, uploading episodes to YouTube, just uh, uploading episodes to SoundCloud, just that like, you know, those everyday sort of tasks. Mm-hmm. Okay, makes perfect sense. Number four, Aaron, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? No, no is the short answer. Maybe <laughs> occasionally on the weekend. Typically, I aim for about six hours per night. I'm trying to actually get in the habit of going to bed earlier and uh, getting up earlier 
I actually heard someone say the other night, uh, sorry, the other day, your morning starts the night before, which I thought was a really cool quote. Um, so it's that's true. Kind of my, that's kind of my motive for trying to go to bed a little bit earlier there and you uh, get up much earlier. <laughs> there you go. Well, Aaron, last question. Take us back for four or five years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Well, probably start trading much earlier. <laughs> <laughs> like I mentioned, it takes a few years before you can expect to really see any decent results. Um, I'd also probably say don't start a purely service-based business. It's very hard to scale. Not to say it's impossible, but um, I definitely found it challenging when I was sort of more focused on my graphic and web design um, business. Uh, I'd also say get into the habit of outsourcing more and try and view yourself as more of a manager and not being as involved in every sort of minute detail of your business. Well, guys, there you have it. Aaron Flyfield, he started early just hustling. He continues to focus on audience building as he grows his top ranked podcast. Aaron, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you very much, Nathan. It's been a lot of fun. You bet. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. If you guys enjoyed Aaron today, you will love Zach Smith yesterday. He's the 40 million genius behind most of the successful crowdfunding campaigns that you know of.